Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada. I am here with my co-host, Armin. Armin, how are you doing? I'm doing excellent, Eddie. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Almost as amazing as I was doing in Puerto Vallarta when I was there about a month ago. No, a little bit less. Like three. No, it was about a month ago I was in Puerto Vallarta. Were you having as much fun as the Pump Rules crew? I was not getting as crazy. I did have an amazing time in Puerto Vallarta, but I w- did not get to go to the zoo like they did. I only passed it. Were you battered? I was not battered. Did you cry? I did not cry once on the trip. Did you skinny dip? No. Okay. So your trip wasn't really but like I did, the I held a, rules trip. I, I held a, Liz, an iguana and a snake. I saw those photos. I had my Britney Spears slave for you realness moment. I went to like three villages that's cool. I don't think they're going to do I that. I did like two private tequila tastings. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah, I had, so I had my own good time. Didn't get as wild and crazy at the zoo as these peeps did, but not, it was still legit. Not quite as wild. Not quite as wild. Next time you could go skinny dipping. Maybe. 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 <laughs> we'll see about that. Well, before we get into our Pump Rules recap... We just want to let you guys know how to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can search us by searching H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. Also, make sure you guys are subscribed so you never miss our recap of Vanderpump Rules. We do Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We do New York. We do Summer House. Can I quickly mention, we are doing a weekly recap on season two of Vanderpump Rules uh, Vanderpump on Rules. Patreon. On Patreon, yeah, which is patreon.com slash hotandbravoed. And... That one you just subscribe for like less than, wait. $2. Yeah. It's like super cheap. There are higher tiers of membership where you get more benefits, but for just $2, you get access to our weekly recaps. We've already done Roni season three. We're about to finish Ron season one. We are currently doing Vanderpump Rules season two. And every other This Week in Bravo episode is on Patreon only. So if you want to get every single This Week in Bravo, you have to subscribe and be a member on Patreon. And in addition to all that, we just keep giving you benefits because that's what we want to do. A monthly, you get a monthly online interactive live chat where you can chat with Eddie, myself, Camille, and you could just throw a million questions at us over the course of 30 minutes. And that's a lot of fun. And you also get 10% off merch on our website butteredpop.com that seems like a lot for just two dollars and that's exactly what we're trying to do is give you a lot of benefits yeah, for we'll, supporting us yeah you'll get like so many more podcasts like if you just like listening to us or like listening to me because i mean i'm subscribed to patreon just so i can listen to more of myself that's actually a joke i don't i try not to listen to myself because i get so nervous you get at least six episodes a month that's a great deal on just from the Patreon. Just from the Patreon. Plus all the ones that we already do, plus all the old episodes that we've already done. So right. enough about the Patreon. It's amazing. We have in our merch, we do have an all about the, it's all about the pasta hat. Yep. So whether you love pasta or love pump rules, it's the hat for you. Yeah. We just don't agree with James. We think it is all about the pasta. He thinks it's not. We think it is. All right. But back to the pump rules cast in Mexico. I'm, like I said before, for some reason, I always seem to link up with what's hot right now on Bravo and that was a Puerto Vallarta trip and I loved watching the cast and PV thankfully (laughs) Schwartz and Katie Maloney made amends to their fight or whatever because of the plane at the very beginning of this episode because as we ended the last episode they basically were like 
fast track to divorce. They were both like, we hate the sound of your voice. You don't pay attention to me. I just don't want to be around you. And now they're culling up on the bed and realizing, I, I'm sorry, babe. I just need more attention. I love you. As quickly as that got super ugly, they somehow just as quickly were able to reconcile. And that was pretty crazy. Like you said, a lot of low blows, but... that I was honestly expecting that fight to last a whole other two episodes. Yep. The whole trip, at least. At least. And but at least one Schwartz, you know, beer toss onto Katie. Or a drink throw from <laughs> Katie on Schwartz. But none of that happened. And honestly, that's growth. That is growth. I love that. I'm really proud of them for, you know, they had their meltdown. They had their little fit, but... They love each other too much to let it affect their entire trip. Um, I also really liked seeing, we see the cast, like, you know, start going out. They go to dinner. Ariana and Lala have a really nice moment. I really enjoyed this because, as we know, when Ariana came on on season two, she was dealing with the death of her own father. And this was her first real season on the show. Like she said, there were rumors going around that she was sleeping with Tom when she wasn't sleeping with Tom and how hard that was on her. While Kristen she was, was trying to destroy yeah, her. Yeah, Kristen was trying to destroy her just as she was brand new to this show. Her father had died herself and she's trying to give advice to Lala because Lala's kind of having a different reaction to the stress of all of this. Yeah, Ariana was internalizing it, but Lala is having a lot of outbursts and is seemingly losing control of her emotions. Yeah, and I thought it was a good of Ariana to bring up to Lala and be like, hey, you know, this is kind of out of line. Um, if you ever, like, see Red, come find me first before you do an outburst on someone else. But I also kind of liked that Lala was like, you know what? Everyone grieves their own way. You sh- You didn't have to internalize all that BS you went through. You should have been able to vocalize it experience it and work through it i loved when ariana sorry when lala was like if i was your friend back then i would have stepped up and i would have told kristen to back off or whatever she said i think she was actually even more aggressive than that like yeah I been like fuck off like get out of here and that was really dope because ariana didn't have anyone like that sheena was trying to be in the middle she was trying to play it safe and be friends with everyone Ariana was kind of on an island, but Lala was like, dude, if I was there, are you kidding me? I would have been backing you up. That was I would not have right. loved to see that. And that would have been the season that we're actually doing on our Patreon right now. Would we would have yep. been what Lala would have been answered into. And mm. I think that season would have been completely different if there was Lala in there. I mean, you're just adding like another volatile element. And she was early like, Lala. And she was like 18 years old at that point. <laughs> so it would have been even crazier. <laughs> But I really loved Lala's sentiment that you grieve how you grieve. You can't tell someone how to grieve. There's a million different ways to. I am interested to see what happens at the reunion. Because if you guys follow Jax on social media at all, he has been hyping up this reunion. He's like, there's walk-offs, there's fights. This is the most intense reunion we've ever seen. He's just basically saying it was... World War Three at this reunion. And I honestly want to say, I think James is going to be full on attacked by the woman. He's but going I, to get destroyed. But I also think that Lala might go off on Billy, Raquel, 
James and she's going to see red. And I don't think she's going to, she's not going to pull with Ariana. I think we are going to see Lala in like full angry mode. I don't know what to call that. I think she's going to come out in full force. I'm nervous, but excited. I'm like Ariana would say, I'm casually optimistic (laughs) about seeing how Lala is in the reunion. Do you think there's going to be an altercation on the reunion that we don't see coming? Like two people going at it who currently are not? I don't know. Because I think... I don't even know what that pair would be. I don't know what that pair would be either. Sandoval and Katie? No. No, I don't... Well, they got into it a little bit a couple episodes ago. I mean, yeah, but I don't think it's going to carry out past that because Tom cares too much about his business with Tom. And I think they all have this like kind of respect for them. I think they get on each other's nerves, but I think that core group of four is is tight. Right. Who could it be? Dude, I have no idea. But it's gonna be intense. I, I don't know. We'll see. But like but like anyway. I said, but like I said, yeah, the Lala Ariana moment was really great and we'll we'll see how well she does with dealing with her anger and Ariana helping her with that as well. So Yeah. So after dinner, they <laughs> they decide that they want to go skinny dipping. And it's Stassi's idea. It was Stassi's idea to begin with. She even brought this up back in in the Los in the Los Angeles. In Los in the <laughs> United States in Los Angeles. She was like, I want to be full lala. I want to skinny dip. Let it all hang out. But then we get to the actual moment and she just wants to go to bed. She's like, I'm over this. I don't want to do it anymore. And Bo's kind of like Yo, dude, like, you're the one who wanted to do this. Everyone's going out. Everyone's expecting us to go out, and you just want to chill here. She's like, yeah, I don't care. She's like, I'm not going to be peer pressure. I don't have FOMO. I don't have FOMO. And then we get this whole amazing commercial about what FOMO is and how (laughs) tequila can cure FOMO. It was brilliantly done by the Vanderpump Rules editors and the cast as well with their, you know, PSA skills. Uh, I just, yeah, I mean. Let's save the, like, comprehensive breakdown on Bo and Stassi until the very end very end but this moment is important because Bo then goes and hangs out with the guys and he tells them what's going down between him and Stassi and that influences Jax the next day to talk to Stassi and it was a great Jax moment he loves to feed the editors gold we've seen him do this before so what he does is Jax rolls up to Stassi in the water and he's like, you know, I have to tell you something. I still have feelings for you. Cut to commercial. What's going to happen? Except we all knew this is a classic Jax ploy because he's done this before. If you remember in season five at Tom and Katie's wedding, Jax went up to Brittany and it looked like he was about to propose, but he was just giving the editors gold. So I just wanted to point that out. Good for you, Jax. Um, he know he knows the reality TV game. He always has. Anyway, the reason why Jax went up to Stassi wasn't to tell her that he's still interested in Stassi because he's not. It was to try to give Stassi some advice, and it was actually pretty amazing to see this because Jax was actually giving legit advice for the first time. I yeah, like. and I think Stassi was kind of shocked by it too. She was yeah. like, "Oh wow!" Like she's like. This is a role reversal yeah, of sorts. It's kind of like he knows what he's talking about. Jax is saying, you got to give Bo some space. Yeah. You got to let him breathe a little bit. If he wants to go out, let him go out. 
um, you know, you can't be breathing down his neck. But so, in, in, her, in her defense, what she says is she's had a lot of shitty boyfriends before, right. as Jax knows. And she's had to kind he of... He is one of them. He is one of them. And she's kind of had to watch her back. But I, this is, a, this is an issue I kind of have with this situation. And this is like something that I try to tell my other friends when they're starting a new relationship. And this is something that I think everyone should keep in mind when they are embarking on a new journey with someone and, you know, whatever it may be, is to not put your previous relationships onto your current relationship. Cause that's the kind of problem that Stassi's having right now. Yes. She's jaded. Yes. It's hard. Yes. You'll have your walls up, but to really experience someone and really connect with someone and move to the next level of the relationship and trust, you can't ex- be expecting them to do the same things that your ex did to you. You can't put those expectations on someone because that could be who they are. That could not be who they are. And for you to put that on them, you're like manifesting them to do that bad. And you're going to be looking out for those things and you're going to be having an extra eye. So it's better just to have no expectations and just kind of be like, let's see where this goes. And as scary as as that is, that's really what needs to happen for you to really connect with someone. Okay. And I think that's the problem that Stassi has is she's so jaded. She's been through it so much. She's lived her life on camera that She's able to have some of these moments with Bo where it's kind of like carefree or whatever, but it always comes back and stings. And it's like, she's always reminded that, you know, this guy that's getting married to one of your friends literally pulled the wool over your eyes countless times. And this guy could do the same. You Can you trust this guy? You couldn't trust him. Wouldn't you say it's hard to get rid of the baggage though? It is. It is really hard to get rid of the baggage. But it's something that you have to remind yourself. Like, you know, it's one of those things where when you have it creep up into your mind, you have to acknowledge it, accept it, and be like, no, bitch, see ya, leaving that in the past. Like, that's the thing is, like, you have to be in control of your own emotions. Because if you're not, then it's just going to lead to more craziness. Right. It's not as easy as Jax is making it out to be. Like, yeah, and... Case in point, freaking Kristen Doty, who still can't get over the freaking fact that James was an asshole and stole all of her money. Like, she brings all of her baggage into her relationship with Carter, and that's the reason that they're having so many issues, is because she can't, for a moment, step back and let this be a brand new, healthy relationship. Speaking of Kristen's baggage, the baggage of last year's Mexico trip was brought up again. Yeah. And Kristen and Jax got into it because... It seems like Jack still believes that Kristen cheated on Carter with James. Yeah, and Lala's That's like pretty wild. And Lala's like, dude, like Kristen, like she's like, I don't want to talk about Hugh must not be named. Like James is some freaking Voldemort or something. Like she's like, I must not speak his name. And she's been really good about it this this season. But Lala's kind of instigating. She's like, dude, if people were talking about me and James like <laughs> right. this, I'd pop off. Like she's trying to get Kristen to go crazy over this. And she kind of did, but not really. She did confront Jax, but Jax wasn't budging. He's like, look, I just think you weren't in a good place, and I think what I think. And and, and she's pissed, but she heard she had to take him outside to hear this because she has tiny eardrums. As we, as we heard 5,000 times, she can't hear because she has tiny eardrums. So apparently that's a new thing with Kristen. I don't remember that ever being mentioned before, but she couldn't even hear Jax at the dinner table because her ears eardrums are too small. Apparently another thing with Kristen 
that's kind of new. I've never seen this before. She can't stand on the beach. Oh my god, no! When she when they were skinny dipping, she could not stop falling. She can't stand in general. She's been falling so much this season. Right, insulting. I forgot about that for a second. She's like a baby giraffe constantly this season. She's like <laughs> tall and like, oh. Lanky. And- you know that? I can just keep thinking of that gif of where she's like the inflatable person and she's right. like, oh. And it's like, dude, that's you as a baby no, giraffe. No, that was absurd. That wasn't even normal drunk person like, you know, going against some waves. Not that I've seen a lot of that. I don't have a lot of experience analyzing footage of drunk people in waves. But I assume most aren't even that bad. She could barely stand on her two feet. In fact, she couldn't stand on her two feet. She kept on falling. Honestly, if she was that drunk, she shouldn't have been in the ocean. No. and I That's don't think so she, dangerous. I don't even think she was that drunk. I just think she can't stand for some reason. The, she Very was kind weird. of caught in a bunch of waves all at once and just kept falling. Those were but tiny little waves. Those were one foot waves. They could be powerful. You never know. But <laughs> Powerful little waves. But that was the first night. But the second night, Big I mean. Big little waves. The second after Jax and Stassi have their one on one, we get tonight two, and the cast ends up going out to zoo. Now in Puerto Vallarta, there's like a couple different areas. Like there's the Zona Romantica, which is like the party zone, I guess. I stayed in like the Marina District when I went, which is kind of like more like low key vibes, and not and it's like more communities and people who like live there longer term. A lot of like older people. So it was a lot more chill. More family oriented? More family oriented kind of in that area. But we went into Zona Romantica like during the day and I was kind of talking to some people and that's where everyone parties. So we were actually walking down by the beach and that's, we, I saw Senior Frogs and I also saw Zoo and my mom was like, oh, that looks like it's probably a really fun place at night. Like, and I actually had friends who were in town from USC that were partying in Puerto Vallarta and they're like, oh, you should come out. And I was like, no, I'm fine. Cause like I was with my family. I didn't right. need to go. I didn't need to go out and like, go as hard as I could in Mexico. Like, and you I, knew you'd be tempted if you went out. I was would be tempted. And then I saw their I saw their Instagram stories from Zoo and I was like, oh maybe I should have gone out. I was like <laughs> You seen, had FOMO? I had major FOMO because I saw the cages and I was like, that looks like crazy fun. I, I think I'm more of a Stasi. I don't really get FOMO. When I decide I don't want to do something, that's what I really want to do. Oh my god. I want I want to not do the thing. Even when I decide I don't want to do something, I'm still like, oh my god, what would have happened if I had gone? And I'm like constantly checking Insta. I have the biggest FOMO. I've I have a serious issue. I get FOMO sometimes. I think you'd be lying if you said you never got FOMO, but I don't have the, I don't have your FOMO issue. I have serious anxiety FOMO. Like I like I am like I should be there, and that's like that's why too is like if I have three different things like I'm invited to on a day, I'll go to all three. Like I will just do a smaller amount of time at each one. This is true. I've seen you pull this off. I, you do that. I am like, okay, I have three different parties I have to go to today. I'm going to do 30 minutes at this, 30 minutes at this, and then 30 minutes at this and then go home. Like I feel like I have to hit everything. I feel like my presence is a present. Like I need to be there. It's just really You're a gift stressful. to the world. I am. You're like Lala in that sense. What did Lala say the other episode? It's, it's like an honor to be my friend. To be, in, to be my friend or be yeah, my Yeah, people presence. got really angry about that. And I was like, you know what? Same. Same. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so Zoo looks really fun. They all oh decided to God. get stupid drunk. I have not Jax seen... Jax ended up on a donkey. I mean, 
it's not that hard. No? No. You could probably like rent one to Well, lock. the way they edited it was great because you have Ariana doing the voiceover and she's like, you know, I was making out with Stassi at one point. There was butts, lots of butts, lots of Lala's butts. Uh, I was doing a dance off with a monkey at one point. I was taking shots, lots of shots. And you just see the quick cuts of everything and it just looks so absurd and surreal. You were like s- cut from like, the monkey and then the donkey and then the shots and then the butts. It was so, you know, fantastical in a way, like not of this world. You were saying it reminded you a lot of Schwartz last season where yes. he where he got really drunk and he was like, well, there was this and there was that. Well, last year we had the penis flute. Right. They applied the same editing technique. To, to Ariana's drunkenness. To Ariana's drunkenness and her voiceover narrating the drunken night. I thought it was great. Who, by the it. way, I love Ariana drunk. Oh, wonderful. He, he could be Yellow Robe Smith. He could be Yellow <laughs> Robe Smith. What else was she saying? She was uh, she was hilarious. She was giving life advice. Like, yeah, she was wasted out of her mind giving life advice. She's like, I'm going to take off my pants. Like, and Okay, she, I'm adding to my bucket list getting super wasted with Ariana. I want to get so drunk with her. Like Schwartz said, she, it was th- There should it was be a, a cameo for watch. that. Like, you know like, Cameo where you get a video? Cameo for life experiences? Cameo for life experiences. Hey, bravo. That's really smart. <laughs> the, that's, how much would we pay? How much? Uh, that would have to be at least a thousand Probably plus. like a thousand, yeah. I don't know if I could pull that. Plus you'd have to pay for Ariana, we're the, pretty like, cool. We, we're a lot of fun actually. So uh, may, maybe we don't have to pay. <laughs> I mean, I've drank with Schwartz. I mean, I'm going, to, I'm, go- I mean, I'm going to pride again We've this year. We both drank with Schwartz. We have. Yeah. Yeah. I also blacked out at Sir on Pride. So True. You've drank was... with Schwartz twice. Schwartz bought me drinks. Right. Yes, the second time. Yeah, and I could not I took the shot and I thought it was tequila and it was Jameson and it was rough. Ooh. I thought was he a Jameson guy or no? I forget. He was. He wasn't any any kind of alcohol guy. <laughs> but I remember the first time we had Jameson, but he didn't want to do shots. Yeah, he was not he was he was but he was down for a beer. He was down for beer. Um, but yeah, no, I love drunk Ariana. I would want to hang out with drunk Ariana. I would want to hang out with any of them drunk, probably. Except for... Stassi? No. No, Stassi would be fun. Actually, but they would all be based fun. Based on what happened in this episode. Yeah, so let's get into Stassi and Bo really quick before we finish the podcast. Because this is kind of... We're going to be to be continued. But let's just kind of lay out the scene of what's going on right now. So the first night... Stassi didn't want to go skinny dipping. Bo was like, let's go, let's go. I have to hang out with the guys. You got to hang out with the girls. This is your idea. And she's like, I don't have FOMO. I just want to go home with you. I want to go to bed. And he and basically- then at Zoo, it started up again because all the girls were dancing on stage and he's when like, Lala was DJing. DJ yeah. Lala. Loved that. And Bo was saying, Stassi, you should go up. Go up. Come on, have fun. And Stassi was saying, I just don't want to go up. I don't feel comfortable. I don't want to do it. And then he was insisting and Stassi said, you know what? You ruined my mood. Now I'm in a bad mood and she was done. And she's one of those people who like when she gets in a bad mood, she's stuck in it. And I have friends like that where it's like so hard and then you're like, oh my God, I have to deal with this all night. And that's probably what Bo, what triggered Bo because they end up going back to the hotel room and Bo kind of breaks down and he essentially says... You know what? I've done everything. I've, I had to get with your friends. I had to get with your job. I had to be cool with it. And guess what? I'm here and I'm doing it and I need to participate. You want me to participate. And then you don't want me to participate. And it's like, 
he feels like, what do you want me to do? And he wants to go out and party with these guys and he's in with it and he's having a good time. And she is over it at this point. Cause she's been doing this for what? Six seasons. <laughs> she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And he's like, well, you pulled me into this and my role in this is to be partying with the guys while you party with the girls. And she's basically like, no, when I want to go home, I want to go home and I'm not going to bed alone. Right. How do you feel about this? As someone who... Well, first of all, actually- I do want to say, I love the moment when Bo pulled the Sandoval, except instead of saying, he's a fucking battered wife, he was like, I'm the fucking battered wife. That yeah, was he was like, really I hilarious. feel battered. And that, honestly, if I heard that, I would be like, Stassi, I'd be like, do you feel battered tonight? Has this been going on for a while? Like, what's your sitch? And Armin, as someone who's actually in a relationship... Right. How do you feel about what is going on here? What's your take on it? Because I'm kind of team Bo. Yeah, there's a give and take, right? And I am more so the Bo in my relationship. I like to go out and stay out later. Yeah. Um, But sometimes if your significant other wants to stay home and wants you to be there, depending on the situation, I think it's fair to acquiesce. And sometimes you want to, right? But taking a step back, I'm kind of on both sides here and I don't want to like be wishy-washy and like not take a hard stance. But like going back to what happened at Zoo, and we talked about this while we were watching the episode, I understand Stassi not wanting to do something and then feeling you're pressured to do it like i know in those cases when i'm i can be a stassi and if i don't want to do something i don't want to do it and don't try to force me to do something and i felt like Bo was kind of being too persistent like why does she have to go on stage just let her sit in the lounge and have a good time seemed like she was having fun in that moment but i also agree with Bo that after he persisted which was out of good faith he wasn't being an asshole yeah he just wanted her, wanted her to have a good time. He was just kind of like reading the room wrong. Stasi overreacts and then punishes him for it. And then doesn't even want him to go and have his own good time. So that's not right either. So I, it's hard for me to take a hardline stance here. I get what you're saying. Personally, I think I get what Stasi says where she's like, I don't want to be with someone who's up, wants to party till 5 a.m. But at this point, they're on vacation. Bo's not doing this all the time. Bo has been such a good boyfriend. She should let, she sleeps with him every single night. She can let him go out on vacation with the boys. She should be able to trust him. But this is the problem is she's bringing so much of her former baggage and so much of all the stuff that the other guys have done to her into Bo. And I think that's why Bo's really hurt. I think that's the real core of the issue is that Bo feels like Stassi can't trust him when he's done everything to have her trust him. He's totally gotten in with the guys. He's gotten in with the show. Everyone loves him. They have everything Except it's really for, not about this night and going out till not. 5 a.m. Because in that sense, I do agree with you. I don't agree with Stasi being like, you have to stay home and don't go out. It's a trust thing. Let him go out. Let him have a good time for one night. Yeah, that's no big deal. If, like you said, they're on vacation. And every now and then, yeah, you want to go hang out with your friends. And if she doesn't want to go out, then that's okay. And she can sleep in and that's fine too. But... You're right. This is a trust issue, and he's upset that but she doesn't trust him. There are trust issues, and they get into that because they start talking about how they're children of divorce. Mm-hmm. They and, both are right, 
And there is just a lot of emotional baggage, like you said. And that, that's going to be a lot to work through. And we, I mean, we only saw them just start to work through it. And so I think I'm going to hold off about talking about this 100% until we see how this ends next episode. Right. But it was a really good start to the trip in Mexico. I thought it was the perfect amount of like fun. There was drama. I'm really interested to see how this plays out with um, Bo and Stassi. By the way, quickly, we should point out that stuff that was happening with uh, Lala, where she was going through all those panic attacks. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. That was Poor intense. Poor Lala, yeah. But like also at the after, when she's like, oh, the alcohol helped when I got home. That's not a way to deal with it. I had a panic attack earlier this year. I don't know if I... Sometime I feel like over I the told summer. You. Yeah, it was over oh, the yeah, summer. I remember, yeah. And I was like... You were I, at brunch, right? I was going to brunch. So I, it started at my house and then we were going to brunch and I started getting like more nervous and then I got to brunch and I just like full on started having this panic attack and I couldn't eat and my friends, my roommate was like kind of be like, just calm down. Like, don't think about anything. Like, just drink. Like, just enjoy brunch. And I couldn't even drink and when I was drinking it was making me more nervous and more anxious. So like, Personally, I don't know how the alcohol helped her. It would have driven me crazy. Right. But I know how like debilitating that is. Like, and you just feel like you want to get out of it in your brain. And like, it was so insane for everyone to be like, oh, just think of like fun stuff. Like think of Britney Spears. Think of this. Cause like, if I heard that and people were yelling that as me as I was having a panic attack, I'd be like, everyone shut up. I need to just like breathe. I need everyone out of my face. I need to chill out. It was really intense in the car there, but it was really sweet and endearing to see how they all rallied around her, even if they all weren't doing exactly the right thing. Like Schwartz was screaming, like, play this song. It's going to help. I thought that was really nice. They were all yeah. holding her and, you know, making sure that she was okay. And I feel like, I feel like Lala's really cemented her place in this group and I'm really happy for her. Yeah. And for it, a second, I thought she was going to sleep in between Katie and Tom in bed when she she got in the middle, and I was like, "Oh my God, is are, is she going to like sleep in the bed?" That as she's if trying to still saucy's role. Dad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd been really cute. Um, didn't happen, but I'm glad she was okay. She got in the hot tub. They, yeah, they stayed up till like five in the morning. Not with as they're partying, Stassi and. Bo are fighting, but we'll get more into that next episode. I think we kind of hit everything. We covered it all. Make sure you guys don't miss next recap and make sure that you guys get all the rest of our recaps from Summer House to Beverly Hills to New York, everything Bravo by subscribing on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music or iTunes or Spotify. Share with your friends, comment, like, let us know what you enjoy. You can let us know on our Instagram or Twitter by searching Hot and Bravo, H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. You can, Armin, how can they find you on Twitter? At Armin Mahram. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada. We'll see you guys next week where we get to continue the Puerto Vallarta trip. I can't wait. See you next time.